Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Okay, welcome. A little few technical difficulties this week, but we are here. Um, welcome everyone to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. The mission of our show is to use all of our skills, collaborate and make a difference, even as one person. And um, happy holidays. How are you, E? I am great. Thank you. Excellent. Um, yeah, and happy um, belated Thanksgiving to everyone. Yep. Yeah, it is November already. We're just about heading into December. Yep. Um, so real excited. We have um, a really cool guest coming out shortly i'll introduce um in a minute um you know it's funny right we meet all different entrepreneurs authors things that are happening in the workplace small business medium-sized business right um oftentimes more often than not there seems to be one attribute missing in many of um startup companies and businesses and so on, right? And it seems to be how we sell, sell being present, sell, and carry ourselves. Well, that's part of it. But then there's also, there is a lot of techniques behind actually selling, right? And and I've always felt that if you could sell, you could really do just about anything, and it's not that easy. I mean, I don't think it's that easy. Now, I know that Jason will tell me that that's simply not true. <laughs> right. So we, you know, we we have the luxury of meeting so many people. Right. Um, and we always say we I, we've met maybe 99 percent of our guests. And today's guest is no exception. Um, and every once in a while, somebody kind of jumps off at the page as Something different, something unique, mm-hmm. something we all need to take a look at. Right. And, um, you know, that's the plan for today. I'm real excited about it. We just, um, just having a hard time making the connection. Right. right but he's just about to get connected with us. So we're very <laughs> excited to have him on today. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Jason, is that you? Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Is that you? How are you? Yes, it hey. is. Excellent. We are um, on the air, and we want to say first, sorry for the hoopla that we had getting you connected, <laughs> but we're glad you're with us, and welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hi, Jason. Hi, Eva. I'm so happy to be here, and, and uh, thank you so much for having me on to to talk and share my message, and um, let's help some people today. Absolutely. You know, um, while you were connecting, um, I was saying we get lucky here, right? We we get to meet most of the people that we have on as guests. And every once in a while, somebody just – they jump off the page. They're a little bit different than the others. And um, I have to say, Jason, 
you got our attention early on when we uh, first uh, saw you. So we're real excited about um, talking about what you do. So first, take a breath because I know I know it's been hectic the last few minutes. Um, just share with us, you know, who you are, how we can connect with you, and so on, and then we'll go from there. Well, Charlie, first of all, I think that's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me, so thank you. <laughs> and I mean that. Um, Charlie, when, when you ask who I am, I've got a question for you on how you'd like to, how you'd like to do this. I can talk about, you know, the, all the high points and the, and the, and all the things that I've done with status and that, that, that helped me get here. But as you know, there, there, there's so many, there's so many things below that and so many people below that, 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 that have, that have led me here. So shall we talk about the highlights and then kind of go into, uh, into linking them? Sure. So I started off, uh, at a, at a young age, um, in the entertainment business, uh, by 11 years old, I was, um, entertaining act, uh, dancing and singing, uh, at Cinderella's Castle's main stage in Walt Disney World, I was wow. a, I was a kid of the kingdom, doing televised events on ABC. Um, then that led to uh, modeling at, at a local level. My mother took me into a modeling agency, um, and then before I knew it, um, I was off as an international model all over Europe, all over Asia. Um, on my second day in Milan, I went to Giorgio Armani's compound. I, I landed a Giorgio Armani campaign for underwear and bathing suits. That led into Calvin Klein underwear and jeans packaging. That's me on many of the boxes and jeans. That's so I, um, not to interrupt. You're having a moment there. Yeah, right? not to interrupt. <laughs> but, um, you know, 11 years old and already, uh, dealing with the pressures of performing, right? right? And I think that was a little foundation that got, you know, that was in there that helped you with everything else. So you went from that. And so basically, so far, um, you're kind of, Selling who you are yourself, right, to the world as your as your career is developing. Well, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm gonna. What I intended to do is I'm gonna jump back a little bit and touch on what you just jumped. What you just touched on. Mm-hmm. At 11 years old, I was um, acting and entertaining, and yes, there was that that pressure on me to perform. Um, from a very young age, um, I was raised by, by my grandparents. They are my mother and father at, at, um, um, through and through. Mm-hmm. My, I'm going to call them my, my, my parents for, for the sake of this uh, conversation because they are. Um, my father was the National Marine of the Year during the Korean War. Hey, hey, hey. And I was raised like a little Marine. 
And, and that, that was really tough growing up. And to give you an example, um, at 11 years old, when I'm playing Pop Warner football, I had remembered we were running laps around the track. And, you know, as you do, as the football team does when they're getting warmed up. And I had come in somewhere in the middle in, in the, in the, in the team running. And he ran out onto the field and he said, you never, ever, ever come in behind third place ever. And he made me take another lap by myself. And from that point on, I never, and I played football all my life through high school. Uh, I never, ever, ever was behind the third position um, in, in just about anything. So growing up, there was a lot of pressure um, to to perform and to um, uh, you know and to come in, in in a top place and and that that is a kind of a foundation for um, myself and then as as we talk and we talk about uh, today only selling and 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 and. and and it's a different type of sales. That's a proven formula that can help a lot of people and does help a lot of people. That kind of all plays into it as well. Yeah. What, what, what's unique that I'm learning. Okay. Is, uh, you can definitely see the discipline. You can definitely see it even when we met. Okay. You can see it in, you know, the cufflinks and the, and everything I'm just saying, right? It's right. attention to detail. Yes. Yeah. You know, sort of like don't ever come in third, don't ever not be prepared, right? Right. Um, what makes you unique is the personality. You know, we, Eva and I, we, we always talk about likability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we never really talk about confidence because sometimes we get confused with people. We don't know if it's confidence, arrogance, or ignorance. <laughs> so we leave it off completely and let the people you know, show who they really are. And your likability comes out equal to your, you know, discipline. And I think that balance is what sets you apart, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, um, I had, I had really good parents. They, they gave me, they instilled a lot of, um, good morals and I had mm-hmm. discipline. So, not to change the subject, but because um, I want to continue, um, where, and I don't mean to be nosy, but where were you growing up at this time when this was happening? Uh, born down in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and then we moved up to uh, the Northeast. We were in uh, Southern New Jersey the first part of my life. Mm. Okay, I just wanted to know if maybe um, maybe you tackled me in Pop Warner. Um, <laughs> Back then. Anyway, so um, you somehow got this discipline and this um, hunger to achieve. And there you go. It just it all of a sudden you're in another country. All of a sudden you're uh, a leading model. And, you know, so many people would have stopped right there. And this is not even we didn't even get to how you can help us all right now, right? Well, this is still the early years. Yeah, the super early years. Super early years. You know, there was a time in in my life where, where everything was was golden. Everything was going, 
in such a great way. And one thing was, was leading to the next. Um, so from the entertainment to the modeling international 10 years, it was a wonderful experience. Um, there was so much exposure to, uh, international, uh, cultures and personalities. I, I really learned about the world that way. Um, but after 10 years of living out of a suitcase and, you know, you're constantly in, in the beginning, it may sound, you know, you know, uh, very romantic, but you know, you're in one country for one month and then you're another place for two weeks and you fly off. But the truth is you live that way for 10 years and you live out of a suitcase. You don't have a place to a home base to call your own because you can't get stagnant in, in a certain market. Um, so that's a trade off. And I wouldn't trade any of the, that experience for anything. And, I, and I'm certainly not uh, saying there is anything um, feel feel bad for me. After yeah. 10 years of it, I wanted to improve of what I thought improving was. And I wanted people to see me for more than just um, a, a look at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I made the um, uh, the step to to get real serious about acting. So I went to, to Circle in the Square in New York, which is part of NYU, um, and nine to five to every day. And I and I and I and I started to act and uh, um, came out, did a lot of great did a lot of great things, some national commercials as as um, principal actors, uh, some screen tests, some plays. Um, but that is where things started to change for me. And I was in a bit of a transition. And and I, and I bring this up to to perhaps talk to anybody that's out there that might be going through a transition or have a desire to change. And I was in a transition where things started to get very, very hard uh, for a very long time. And the next thing you know, you're in school, uh, you're out of school, you're a waiter, you're a bartender, mm-hmm. uh, catering, and you, you're starting to get beat up. You know, obviously it was in Manhattan. I had, I had lived on and off in Manhattan for, for 10 years. Uh, paying my dues as an actor. Um, and things started to not work out very well, uh, for me in that transition period mm-hmm. and, um, couch surfing, all of those things. And then somebody called me up out of, out of nowhere and they said, God has put you on my heart and I've got to tell you something. Um, you could, you're in New York. Hilton Hotels is going to be selling timeshare in New York City, and I thought of you. And I said, I don't want to sell anything to anybody. You know, yeah. This was my this is my attitude at the time. I don't want to sell anything to anybody. You gotta you gotta push things on people that they don't really want to you know to earn your to earn your pay. And and um, and I thought about it, and it had a salary. So I decided I was going to take it, but only for six months. Mm-hmm. And that's when things started to begin to change uh, for me after after about a four year transition period. And I for, for those people out there who don't know about timeshare. First of all, let me tell you this as far as doing it as uh, for sales. Nobody needs a timeshare. Nobody goes out. Out looking for a timeshare, 
people are brought in, they're bribed $100 to come and listen for one hour, one hour and a half. And in that one and a half hours, you have to get the sale and you have to get it now. Now, that that might come off as pushy in the beginning, but I can tell you that this this sale, if you if you learn it correctly, and we'll get we'll get there, uh, it can be done with total respect for the other person, total integrity, and and it and and the sale is done while they're on the presentation. Yeah, it's interesting. So you know, imagine working in a career for uh, thirty. 30 years and now all of a sudden you're downsized and you're out of work. Now what do you do? So, you know, your lesson of transition, you know, is going to be helpful in any way, shape or form. Other, you know, it doesn't have to be selling. It's, it's everything, right? Well, I think too what happens is, and just correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but it sounds like, and it happens to a lot of us, is when you have success in the beginning, and you go to transition, you just expect that success to keep going. And I think it can take a while to figure out that something needs to change because it's not coming back the way it was in the past. Yeah, yeah. And, and that happens, too, in, in people in careers a lot as well. Well, that's right? what I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. I think it was twofold because in the acting and the modeling, you have typically an agent that is doing things for you. They're doing the work. And then you're kind of, you know, things are coming easy. As Eva said, you know, they're coming easy. And then all of a sudden they don't come. And what I realized, quite frankly, at that time is, you know, the secret was very popular back then. So I was doing my positive affirmations and I was envisioning for, for the things to happen and I was waiting for them to happen. And they, and they, they really didn't happen. Um, and what I learned is I had to change and I had to actually learn a skill. I had to really learn a skill. It was wonderful to travel around the world and be able to communicate and connect with people and learn about cultures. But in the marketplace, I didn't, although I might've been a nice person and a, and a, and a good looking guy at the time, I I didn't have a skill that was going to pay me the, those big dollars that I had dreamed about. Right. And and so when you get into sales, um, what what was a, a wonderful part for me on a personal level is you had to go out and ask for what you wanted, and you had to go out and make a point for what you wanted, and. That is something that you take into your daily, daily lives. Hmm. When we See, met, when we met, sorry, you go ahead. I'm saying that is, um, you know, it's sort of like you're channeling your uh, grandparents who came out on the field and said, um, don't be anything uh, less than third. You know, mm-hmm. you're using everything that you learned in your life to make the observation you just made. Right. Oh, now I got to go out there and I have to make a point first. I got to lead with a point in order to get money. So how do I do that? Right. I mean, so you're like you're like going through those observations 
Um, and that's, that's incredible, right? And the other thing is when we get into the next segment, you'll be sharing them with us, but, um, we got about two minutes before the next break. And by the way, I want to, I know it's late here. We got a little caught up. Um, I want to just say that, uh, Jason's website is todayonlyselling.com. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Todayonlyselling.com. You guys got to just check it out. It's like being with him face to face when you go to that website. It's really cool. Okay. So, um, you know, so Jason, in the next minute or so before our first break, what was your first step? I mean, how did you go about making the transition of leading with information to make a sale as opposed to, um, I guess, uh, executing a task that's assigned or something? You know what I mean? Uh, can you say that? Can you say that a different way, Charlie? Yeah. Uh, um, you have to create the words and the and you have to um, generate the interest and the people have to be willing to listen to you and then they have to decide if they want to sell and you're coaching them all along the way. I mean, that was not what you were. So how did you? train yourself what what did you start doing first in order to start making that transition well i think for anybody first you you've you've got to learn the the steps to a sale and um and gain those skills and gain those skill sets and so i was fortunate enough to go to work uh at hilton where i where i took action to say hey i want to change my life I want to try to make something happen. And then I went to learn, uh, learn a skill set and a sales process. And I learned that skills process. I expanded my current capacities in sales, which was just being myself and being a nice guy. And I learned a psychological sales process and I took that and then I took what I learned and I went out and I met these customers. And not only did I take that sales process, but you take your personality, you take your experiences, you take, which for me was the fashion, uh, for me was the acting and connecting with the client in, in an honest way. And then you, and then I coupled it with the sales process. But that sales process again was about getting the business today. Right. And, and I went out and slowly did that daily and I improved and it changed my life almost overnight. So, I mean, we're going to take our first break, um, and I want to also just say todayonlyselling.com, but uh, I want everybody to understand that what we're going to learn about in the next segment was not really Jason's career plan from the early get-go, right? Mm-hmm. He needed to draw on all of his skills in life, put them together, and work as hard as possible and apply everything to this new uh, career – and he struck gold, and that's why he's here to share with us, right? Right. So uh, excellent story. Um, stay with us, Jason. We're going to take our first break, and uh, we'll come back and hear more about Today Only Selling, Corporate Talk and with Charlie Eva and our special guest, Jason Milton. We'll be right back. This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing Agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. 
If this is not happening in your Agile environment, reach out right now. My Agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with Agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say, become Agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you. Let's face it, getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Levandusky, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at Eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Jason Milton. He is a global sales leader, and we've been having an amazing conversation about his background. And to learn more about Jason, you can go to his website at todayonlyselling.com. That's todayonlyselling.com. He's got some videos there. You can learn about his sale methodology, and we're going to be talking about that in a minute. So, you know, Jason, as you were talking um and you had said, you know, you were you were doing your affirmations and nothing was really clicking. And the first thing I thought of is when you got that phone call, I'm like, hmm, it kind of was clicking, right? Because someone called you out of the blue to go work for Hilton and sell timeshares, which is like, how would that ever happen? Um, and I was thinking about when you were talking about when you first got in there and you took the job, was were you freaking out a little bit when they were telling you what you had to do as you were learning the sales steps? Or did you just kind of go in with both boots and be like, yeah, I get it now. I, I'm excited to try this. There was a, there was a couple um, things, you know, to your point, when I got that phone call and it was um, through a few years of, of transitioning I got the phone call and, and I got the, the tip or, or the lead. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I think is important for everybody to, to just to point out here, because I really believe in it, is I could have not done anything, right? We, that right. came to me, right? And, yeah. and it could have not done anything. And, you ha- and I, had to, I had to get out of my comfort zone and I had to go and take action, commit to it, learn and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to point out for, for everybody out there um, that, that that may need that message. But I'll tell you, Eva, that when I first got there and I, I said, I've been modeling, I've been acting, this sales has is so out in left field. 
-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything that I've been doing. And I kind of felt, you know, a little bit at a a fish out of water. There was a lot of gentlemen that were in corporate sales all their lives, IBM, uh, insurance, whatnot. And I remember of that, there was a group of 16. And I remember that I remember uh, some of the, the leaders that were that were doing the training. I remember them saying, hey, that guy's going to be great. That girl's going to be great. And it wasn't me. It mm-hmm. wasn't me at all. And um, with 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 what I connected with my past that we'll just we'll talk about um, in just a second. And to this, um that's when I took off to the races uh, with a career over the last 15 years um, and, and, you know, leading, you know, Fortune 500 uh, projects and selling $250 million of, of sales, but today only sales. Um, you know, what I learned in the, in the, in the modeling is you've got to go out there and you don't talk. You go out there and you sell without words. And and you've got to sell that look and you've got to sell that outfit and you've got to sell that picture. And in in the acting, you've got to go out there and sell the audience on an, an, an honest, emotional experience. And you've got to put it all out there and you've got to sell them or you've got to sell that director when you go in for the audition. you got to get it today. And so to get back to your question – I didn't know anything about sales and the people that were teaching me, I, I'm proud to say I had wonderful mentors in the business and I copied everything that they said and I studied it so hard every night back and forth on the 35 minute train to Brooklyn and back every day, every night and at the dinner table. And I copied everything that they said and then I, and then I, I, I went out there and did it, although at this, at the time I'm might not have understood exactly what I was doing, but I was doing exactly, you know, whether it's football, uh, whether it's any process, I was following the process and the process was a proven formula that worked. Got you. Because, um, you know, when you, when you say that, that you were following the formula, I would think that that would, as you were saying, it'd be kind of, it'd be hard in the beginning. So you were really, really studying it. And so, the reason that we wanted you to go through your story is because not only is your story compelling, but I know so many times is when you hear people say, wow, you know, he's a global sales leader. He sold over $250 million. Um, I think that there's always like a little something in people's minds. I know in the back of my mind is always like, well, yeah, but that's him. He can do that, right? He was a model. He was an actor. And, of course, it would just kind of fit that he could then – really step into that role of sales and really take off with that. And what I like about your story is that you were showing that, yeah, I did have a really tough time and I really had to learn this process. But once I learned this process that I studied and studied and studied and studied, and then I was off to the races. So then when you, so you were able to take off, you did really, really well with the timeshares and with Hilton. So then how did you then move into today only selling? Let's start talking about that. What I did was, um, first of all, you know, I'm getting, I, I want, I was, 
talk, I was thinking about what you, what you, what you had just said with, with, you know, somebody saying, well, well, that's him and, and, and not me. Right. And I would, I would, for anybody out there that is, that's, that's in a transition or maybe looking to, to change for a certain, for, for any particular amount of reasons. Um, you know, I think that, that sales is something that, uh, almost anybody, uh, can, can do. And, um, some can do it better than others. And, but there is a formula for it. And, you know, what we haven't said yet is that everybody is, we're selling every single day without knowing it. Right. We're selling our friends on where to go to dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. We're selling ourselves on a date. We're, we're selling our idea to our team members at work. And we're selling our children on, on an idea or our spouse on an idea of what we want or need them to do. We're constantly selling. So I say, when I say that a lot of people are doing sales anyway, when you become conscious of, 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 of the sales process that can help you help the person in front of you and get also what you want and make it a win-win situation, that's when things really change. And so what the today only selling is, is in timeshare, you have to, that business, as I said, is, is getting, is getting the business today when the person is on the tour with you. They don't get to call you later today. They don't get to say, I'll call you first thing in the morning. You don't call them back. It is a today only thing. And as I said, you can do that without pressure. That is timeshare in general, and that is a $20 billion a year industry worldwide, $10 billion a year in today-only sales. And I want to get back to that in just a minute because there's a lot of people in your audience, uh, your listeners, that that are selling something. They're selling – whether they're selling an idea to their team or they're selling a product – the today only sales process can help them close the gap on the time that it takes to close the deal. But what I put together is I put a little bit more emphasis on the psychology of, of the timeshare sale. And here's what I mean by that. Um, how we communicate as a species together. Humans, we have verbal, we have tone, and we have physiology. And it would probably interest a lot of people to know if, if I said, when you're talking to somebody or when we're talking right now, how much of what we're communicating in your understanding is verbal as a percentage? And somebody might say, well, 30, 40%. Uh, Charlie, what would you say if, if you didn't already know the answer? Um, no, I would say um, uh, at least 25%. Okay. So here's where it gets, here's where it gets interesting. Let's you let's go through something. Mm-hmm. If, if I just say, hi, how are you? 
I use those words. I'm going to communicate with you. Hi, how are you? You might say, okay, well, he communicated. Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. If, if, if I say, hi, how are you? You got a total different communication. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, if I cross my arms and squint my eyes and grit my teeth and turn my back on you and I say, hi, how, hi, how are you? You know, I'm going to communicate much more than the words. Mm-hmm. So with today only selling, I take the, I take the nonverbal communication. I take the words and I also, I take the acting of connecting emotionally and I take the sales process of timeshare, the, the, the 12 step process and teach people how to bring all that together. So when they get in front of the person in front of them at the office or, or their customer and they want to close the sale, they become very conscious of how they're communicating, what they're communicating, how they're connecting with the client and also the process that teaches the, that helps the salesperson to help the client to make a decision with them today. So I get it now, right? And when we met, when you used all your skills on me, <laughs> um, what I got was likability and appealing and honesty and trust. And no, no salesy pitch. No. I, right. It sold itself. Right. right. It I sold got, itself. And, and I, I tell you, um, when you trust someone, it goes a long way, exactly to your point, you know, all right, so why, why, why do you want this job? Or, you know, this is a really cool place. I'm proud to live here. I work here myself. What entices you? Something, you know, I get it, right? It's the tone, uh, when you say tone goes a long way in the yeah, message. Yeah. There's a lot here and we're about to take our next break. So let's hold that thought because I want to talk about that some more about, you know, how to, how to sell without really selling, which is, I think, what everybody's looking for, but yet we're so afraid of it. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Jason Milton. We'll be right back. Care Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. Charlie Labosco and Eva Lewandowski are on a mission to make a difference in your career, your life, and the world. As consultants, coaches, speakers, and trainers, they each bring different skill sets to the table as well as different products and services, all of which are designed to make a difference for you. Are you looking for fame, fortune, and recognition? 
Need help with speaking up and being heard? Looking for the right tools for the right issue? Look no further. Go to charlieandeva.com. Check us out. Opt in to our newsletter. And let's be teammates. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. So as usual, as usual, Charles, we're going to need another hour. We are, we're going to have to have Jason back very soon. So. <laughs> yes, we are, because we are learning how to sell today with Jason Milton, and he is a global sales leader. He has sold over $250 million in a day, which is crazy. And, um, and you know, so we were – I was going to say, sometimes you have to listen to the story because, especially in sales, people already know everything, right? Right. <laughs> and, and look at what they're missing. Yeah, we there. always pretend like we know everything, yeah. right? And we're learning a lot here today. And, and what I was kind of getting from you earlier, um, Jason, in the last segment was that, and it's kind of like a, a duh moment, but mm-hmm. there is a lot of skill here, is that you're really just having a conversation, but it's a conversation with a purpose. There's a purpose behind what you're talking about because you want to close the sale, but you also want to make sure that you're closing the sale, I would think, with someone that you're trying to make happy. Or is wow. That- That's perf- that is perfectly said. So there's, a, there's something... You know, some people think sales are done to people, but sales is something that is honestly done for somebody. And you have to identify what they really want. Now, before, let me just stay on that. All When people make their decisions, it is an emotional decision backed by logic, and we think it's the other way around. We think it is a logical decision that might have some emotion to it. But, Eva, when you say you want to make somebody happy, there are six key emotional drivers that are the basis of everybody's decision, and then it's justified with logic. So... First of all, you have to know what those six emotions are, the emotional drivers are, to be able to identify it in the person in front of you. And I can talk about that if you care to. But you want to know what you want to know what they're looking for so you can give them more of what they really want and less of what they don't want. So you gotta also solve a problem. Now, for those who don't know what every decision that we all make is based on it's it's six key emotions and I just want to give an example if I may may I sure yeah that'd be great so the six key emotions that drive everybody's decision in period they are feel a fee, the people want a feeling of significance or importance they want certainty or security they want, want love and connection they want uh, either to educate themselves or improve they want variety or they want to leave a legacy. Now, let me give you an example. The per- person that, let's just say, that's buying a 10,000 square foot mansion, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe a Rolex platinum watch with the diamonds. Um, maybe the, the, the big, you know, expensive, expensive car. The person 
really, you know, somebody might be saying, oh, well, this is a 10,000 square foot home, but this is an 11,000 square foot home. It's not really the square footage of the home that the person is wanting. They're wanting an emotional driver for this person, and there's no wrong emotional drivers. The emotional driver for this person would be a feel, feeling, attaining a feeling of significance or importance. So when somebody buys an alarm system for their house, it's not the alarm system that they're wanting. It is the feeling of certainty and security, you see. Mm-hmm. So, so again, you, you absolutely, you, you know, Charlie paid me a, a wonderful compliment and said, you know, that I was honest and I came across. Those aren't sales techniques. Those are what you have to be always, uh, especially in sales, because everybody um, may even be more suspicious of you mm-hmm. uh, uh, from time to time. But, yes, you have to identify what the person wants in front of you. Um, the six emotional drivers, you got to know those, first of all, to be able to know what you can, what you really want to give them. So we have to know, we have to know what they want. We have to know a problem. Um, we also have to gain a, a commitment from them that, that they want your, um, that they want your, want or need a product like yours. And we also have to find out the reasons why they wouldn't want a product or like yours with, with, with their objections. But there is a sales process to this, so I digress. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> I think that, you know, the, the whole the emotional drivers really makes sense because you're right. You know, when you're buying something, like even buying a piece of clothing, you're not really just looking at that piece of clothing. You're thinking, I look good in this piece of clothing. This is going to make me look good, or this is going to make me look sexy, or this is going to make me look professional. Yeah, I like that. It seems like it's not what we always heard, right? We uh, Early on, we went, remember, give us all your money, and we'll teach you how to sell. And all you got to do, <laughs> and all you have to do is attack the person's pain. And, and what, what really what it is is the opposite, right? You want to help them feel better. There's a right. difference in the way that's presented. Right. 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 Um, now, you said earlier that uh, in your journey to this point, that at some point in time, you had to make that decision, that commitment to step out and get started with something. I mean, that was really a big challenge, almost like jump in the pool. And it seems like that's true with even making a purchase. You have to have the commitment to make the purchase, I guess, and that's part of what you have to quickly assess in a person, right? Yeah, yeah. You you have to. They they if typically nobody wants to make a rash decision and nobody wants to make a mistake, and that's very often why they say, "Oh, well, I'm not doing anything today." Uh, and you have to you have to be able to expect expect those um, objections and rejections. But by learning a, a a process in sales and 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 for instance with my today only uh, selling technique, you know there's no silver bullet on well it's just knowing their dominant buying emotion and knowing the six emotional drivers. It's it's not just knowing that when I meet them. They're going to be in. There's three parts to the brain, and they're going to be in the reptilian fight or flight, and I have to shift them out of that. 
it is a step-by-step that leads uh, on and on through the process that will help the client figure out, identify what they want, what they, what they, what they, what they want less, and how your product can help them. And then we, and then it teaches them how to uh, uh, go through every objection, and the client will lead themselves to a decision that will, will either be a yes or a no. We don't want to. It's, if it's not good for the client and they don't feel it's good for them, then they shouldn't do it. But what this process does is it it lets the client uh, it, it teaches people a step by step process and it helps the client to make a yes or no decision. And for all of those salespeople out there, I know we've jumped around a little bit and we've talked about different steps. But for those salespeople out there. If you're selling something um, and you're, you know, the today only selling process can help you close the gap and and help that client make a yes or no decision and know if it's good for them or not by the end. And I guess that was a little bit of plug on my on by myself, and I really wasn't trying to do that. I was um, really saying that you can really it can really be done uh, while people are at the presentation to help them make a yes or no decision. Right. No, I, I, I appreciate that. And you're here. to. We want your techniques shared with the world, right? Because we all need to do a better job presenting and selling ourselves as well. Well, so, and, I, and I wanted to take a little time because we only have a couple minutes left. I wanted to take a little time to actually talk about the technique. And if people go to the website to todayonlyselling.com, what can they expect? Is this a is this somewhere where we go live for training? Is it online? How does this work? Well, after after 15 years of of leading a couple of, uh, high profile projects, uh, I've just gotten out on my own, and I'm helping uh, uh, small business owners and individuals learn how to um, sell um, and close business today. If, if people will go, go to the website and they go to todayonlyselling.com slash radio, what I will do is I will get them a, uh, the 12-step the process of, of, the, of the Today Only sale. That'll be, uh, they will get that in a few days to their email. Um, what, what's going to be added in the next short while is we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to have um, live seminars. I do one-on-one coaching uh, for anybody that's that's interested in that. Uh, excuse me, tele-seminars. Um, and I also have a, a book coming out. Probably we think it's going to be about April 15th, and um, the book can help people learn that also. Interesting. No, um, love it, Jason. Um, TodayOnlySelling.com. We um, will be reaching out to you, Jason, because we want to have you back, because we want to break this down a little further, but we're out of time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your story is a two-hour TV movie as well. and then <laughs> Which to- you can start. <laughs> so, oh, you know, no, excellent work. Great job. Um, you were spot on and we learned a lot and we definitely want to have you back. Today only selling everyone. 
todayonlyselling.com. Jason, thank you so much. Have a great um, rest of the year, holiday season and all, and we will reconnect. Charlie, Eva, thank you so much. I was hoping, do I have 20 seconds to leave your guests with something they can do tomorrow at work, or are we out of time? Um, 20 seconds. Here we go. Tomorrow when you go to work and you want to sell your idea, your, your service, your product, or something to the person in front of you, here's the short version. One, know in a negotiation when you're starting to sell your idea, everybody starts typically in the fight or flight part of their brain. You have to get them, you have to know that and you have to get them out of that into the emotional part of their brain. A quick way to do that is ask them how they feel about something, an idea, not think. Secondly, identify the problem the person is having in front of you, okay? Uh, excuse me, get them out of their fight or flight brains. Second, identify what the person in front of you really wants on an emotional level. And, and those, and we talked about those six drivers. Yeah. Third, third uh, uh, identify a problem that the person is having in front of you. Once you've relaxed them, once you've identified what they're looking for emotionally, once you've solved the problem, then you have the right to suggest a win-win situation, and now you have a much better chance to close your deal tomorrow. Excellent. And these will be on the podcast to share. We're going to post it on our page during the week. We're also going to post your website with the slash radio to help uh, promote this because that was a great a great gift. Yeah. So thank you very much for that. Great tips. And take care, and we will uh, reconnect soon. Thank, thank you, Jason. So thank you so much. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Special thanks to our producer, Dave Olson, and the TalkZone family. All our replays are available at TalkZone.com or in the iTunes store. Also, be sure to download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Please email us at info at Thanks again for listening.